Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six-figure business. Together, we'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real-life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. Today, I am really excited to welcome Amanda Edwards to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast because of all the topics where people can get into their own heads, it is selling. And Amanda is a sales and positioning strategist who helps entrepreneurs and small businesses stand out in their industry by reinventing their sales approach. So today we're diving into how to sell when you're not a salesperson. So we get into how to get through that fear of selling, how to create a sales process that actually works for you, and how to bring contagious energy into your sales conversations, because that's really where you get better results. She has spent over 16 years working with Fortune 500 companies and has learned that there isn't a one-size-fits-all recipe for success. You're going to hear how she approaches business and sales from a more human connection perspective, which helps you sell in a way that's authentic, aka not icky, effective and builds long lasting relationships, which I know is what you want. So I'm going to stop talking. Let's dive into the good stuff. Amanda, I am so excited to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And we're going to be talking about a topic that I know a lot of people have some, maybe some blind spots around, um, some mindset hurdles that has to do with sales. So before we dive in, let's start with you sharing a little about you. Tell us your story and where you came from and what you're doing today. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I love your show and I'm so honored to be a guest on it. Um, I, my background is in sales. So I have a, like a 17 year corporate career in sales, leading sales strategy, um, relationship management, and in that industry, I've kind of grown up, so to speak, in a very, it's it's a very male-dominated industry. There are 7% women, fewer in my role. And I, but I love sales. I've always loved the art of sales. I love human behavior. I love connection. I love, um, there's so many things about um, sales that I love. And I think it's not talked about enough, especially with women. There's this fear around it. And so I'm going to go with how I'm doing what I'm doing now. I realized my success in sales, I'm going to kind of fast forward, wasn't because I would look like I would look at my peers and maybe they were more technical than I was. Maybe they um, had like more process stuff kind of locked down in the background. And But I looked at my success and what it was is that my success in sales was because I would focus on connection. I would focus on the people. I would focus on solving problems. All of these things that like, I think you look at people who are quote unquote, like good at selling or a natural at it. And you think like, well, you just can't learn that. You just can't, you can't teach that. And so I challenged myself with, but can you, how can you like those unspoken things that you can't quite put your finger on? What are those things? And then how can I help people, um, 
get there, like get more of that. Right. And so when I started Imperfectly Ambitious, I had it started with a podcast almost three years ago. The podcast has grown. And since I've created different programs and in the midst of um, creating some more services as we speak, but it's all with this heart for women in business to help them get past the fear of selling, put themselves out there, create and understand and connect with their own messaging so that the people like their perfect fit clients are out there, can find them, understand what they do, how they do it differently. And they can feel good and authentic in the sales process because I believe that you have gifts, you have strengths, you have so many things to put out into the world. And the thing stopping you from doing that under my area of expertise is because you don't want to sound salesy. You don't want to sound slimy. You don't want to talk about what you're doing. You can create it all day long in the background, but you aren't putting yourself out out there and showing up because you're afraid of being off-putting. And that is what I feel so strongly about putting the kibosh on. I love that. And while you're talking, I know they can't see you, but you, I can just like watch your face. You are so passionate about this Uh that, I mean, when you're talking about selling, it is more of the, it's more than the words people say. And I think sometimes we get caught up in just these words that it has to sound perfect, but really when you truly are in touch and believe in what you offer, it resonates and it comes through so passionately and organically, which is just (laughs) what I got from you. Um, one thing you mentioned is about women in mm-hmm. business. So I do think there is this fear around sounding salesy or I'm not a salesperson that a lot of women have. And it holds back a lot of online coaches, consultants, service providers from actually like finding their clients because they're not even opening a door for their mm-hmm. client to join them because of fear. So my question is, If someone is listening right now and they have acknowledged, they've had a little Mm -hmm. come to Jesus talk with themselves and they're like, yes, I have a fear around selling. What, where would you start with them? What would you tell them? Yeah, I would say first, I want most of the time when somebody says that you're thinking about asking somebody for something and you're focusing on the transaction at hand. Mm -hmm. Like I have to go ask this per this conversation is going to result in me asking for money or I need to go try to convince somebody to buy this. Instead, I want you to focus on the person, like focus on, don't focus on the outcome. Don't focus on the transaction, focus on who you're talking to. What is their biggest problem? that they're dealing with? What's their biggest issue that they're dealing with right now under your area of expertise? And how can you help them? How can you serve them? Maybe it's with a with something that's not paid at the moment. Maybe it's with something that is paid, but how can you genuinely, genuinely connect with what they're experiencing and what you can offer to help them? And I think when you are looking at it as just a transaction, you put this pressure on yourself mm. To have show up in this almost scripted way and have this conversation that doesn't feel genuine. It feels kind of forced because you're trying to guide them to like, I have to make this sale. I have to get these numbers. I want my month to look this way. I want my year to look this way. So therefore, I have to close this sale right now. And I'm not, I'm all for having revenue goals and things like that. 
my whole thing is if you focus on the person, you focus on listening, you focus on curiosity, you focus on the connection, the revenue will come as a direct byproduct of that. So like when you were, um, instead of feeling that fear, you go into a conversation with the intention of listening, the intention of asking questions, yes. the intention of understanding what is it that they need right now? What are they experiencing? What are their pain points? What are like, what could they use that could really help them right now? Learning about them, that takes some of that fear away from you instead of thinking you're going in there trying to memorize this thing that you told yourself you're going to say, and you're going to make sure you're going to talk until you get all of it out. And then you sit there and you wait. And you're hoping that you've just convinced them that you're the right person to buy from. And that's what feels gross. And that's why you have that fear because you don't want to feel gross. And so (laughs) going in there, instead of talking, what questions can you ask? Yes. Yeah. What you're saying right now, what I hear you saying is take the focus off of you, like remove your ego from it, which is actually giving you breathing room, right? It's a relief. Mm -hmm. And instead put the focus, the spotlight, the questions and curiosity for on them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Put it on them and listen to what they say. And then from there, like if people who have listened to my podcast or hear me, they know I yap about this all the time, but it's like, I, you can't go into every conversation with this preconceived notion or script about what you're going to say. Yeah. Go in there with curiosity. You're talking to a person who may have like, you may kind of have this profile of, I call them perfect fit clients where they're very similar. You know, the problem you're solving for them, but they're still different people and the words that they use. And you can have, you kind of, you know, that your offerings are likely one of your offerings is going to help this person, but you still go in there with curiosity and an open mind to understand from their perspective, like where they are and the things that are on their plate right now and the things that they're dealing with and what it is they're looking for what maybe they've tried before that hasn't worked for them and like listen to their story. And then from there, you, you have a conversation like you would with a friend, like what's the next logical thing you would say, like, trust your gut, trust that intuition to guide you to that conversation. Yeah. So just be human. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And short, short answer, just be human. (laughs) So, okay. When I'm looking, because we both deal with online business space, And I see some common mistakes. I'm just curious, like one of them I see is when people announce their offer one time and expect Mm -hmm. people to buy and then get in their head and disappointed when, you know, no one buys and they start thinking my my price is too high. No one wants what I'm selling. I'm so embarrassed. All they get in their head. What are some of the common mistakes like that, that you see people making in the online space? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. So to that one in particular, so one is like you said, somebody just says it one time, puts their offer out there and nobody buys. I, to that, I say like, what have you done before that point? Right? Like before you just put your offer out there, how have you prepared people to be ready for your offer? How have Mm -hmm. you met them where they're at? So that's, that's something that you don't see very often. It's like either people are posting content, talking about doing something that's completely unrelated to their offer. And then they have some, something come out. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, here's what I've created. Um, here's how you buy it. But there's this journey 
that you take somebody on from the point in which they're at right now to when they're ready for your offer. And there's an intentional way to kind of start seeding ideas and shifting perspectives and planting seeds and telling stories and educating them. I know you talk about this too, on their problem and and all of these things that all of a sudden then add up to the point in which they're ready for your offer. So that so much of that is your messaging and being able to connect with the people that your offer is meant for well before you're even offering anything at all that they can pay for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So is is that kind of the sales process? I know you talk about a sales process mm-hmm. that works for people that, pe- that feels good, right? Because yeah. everyone wants to feel good in their business. And I think everyone that's listening right now, you have, you believe in your business. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to, to this yeah. podcast and you believe in your offer and your ability to help someone. Mm-hmm. So maybe could you talk us through a little bit about how can someone create a sales process that feels, that feels good. Yeah. That feels good for them. I think the first, for me, I do focus a lot on messaging because I think messaging and when you're talking about in the online space, when you, um, there's so much, like I love pre-launch stuff, right? Which is really just your messaging and guiding people and creating aha moments and perspective shifts and um, really helping people identify with you and what you're saying. That's through your messaging. So I work with people a lot on that. So there's messaging and then there's visibility. What strategy works for you? How are people learning about you, mm. who you are, how you do things differently, and how you can help them? And it's not just, okay, like maybe visibility for you is you have a strategy around social media. Maybe you're going to be going on podcast tours and how do you do that? How do you connect and pitch yourself for podcasts? How do you go out in your local community and speak? at different groups that are maybe um, your perfect fit clients all together in a local group, you know, whatever that looks like. And then how are you then having these sales conversations? Is it in person? Is it over a discovery call? Is it like, what is that container for you that then you're able to talk through your offer, recommend a solution for them, or find out that maybe you aren't the right fit for each other. And at that point, be willing to recommend somebody else from your network who would be. And that, like you doing that, that's a key thing because I want to stress that, like, even though it's tempting and there are people in front of you that maybe are like wanting to buy from you, but you know, deep down, that's not the right fit. You aren't going to show up with the same energy and authenticity and conviction to serve them. And that's not going to serve either of you. If you recommend somebody else for them, you're going to be, they're going to respect that. They're going to have like, you're, you're increasing your credibility at that point. And then they're going to tell their friends like, Hey, they still think highly of you, right? And somebody who would be the right fit for you, they can still refer people. And that just helps with saving your time, energy, and focus for your perfect fit clients so that you can protect that, so that you can show up for the right people for you. I I think, yeah, what you're saying right there is that kind of abundant mindset Mm -hmm. piece. And I think it's so important to really tell yourself, I mean, you never want to sound desperate, but you don't need any one person to join you in your business yeah. in order for you to be successful because the right, like the hell yes clients, that's like magic. But we all know what it feels like when you don't have an aligned client. They're yeah. not happy, you're not happy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just an energy vampire suckage situation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. It it absolutely is. And I think that just speaks to too, like being as transparent as you can. I'm huge, like 
the more transparent you can be, the more, the better it feels for you and the better it feels for other people. And I say that because I think in the online space, especially like you see so much like cheesy subject lines and bait and switch and like all this stuff that just feels like games around, well, I say games, but kind of these tactics around pricing and not putting pricing out there. I mean, I have my own opinions on that. I will get off my soapbox. No, I actually want to hear that because we're talking about sales. Like let's just, we are. Yeah. Tell us about not everybody's going to agree with me on this. And I feel strongly about it when it comes to pricing. Um, and I don't, I think that most people don't do this, but I'm a huge advocate of like, put the dang pricing on your website. Yes. Yes. Put the pricing on the website because like I, people who, at least for me, like I know people who want to work with me, like they're very capable of making a decision. Like I don't need to hold my price back for them to get on a call with me, for me to try to like, then tell them the price on the call and hopefully like yeah, sell them cross on your fingers. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause I need to have, make sure I have a convert. Like, no, no, no. Actually it's a qualifier for me. Right. Like yeah. if you, you're going to see on my website, you're going to see my, and I'm right now, as we speak, it's going to go live next week, first week in July, my website. And it's right on there um, with new offerings, but like prices are right out there. Like, and then there's, there's a way that we can talk through it. You can ask questions. We can figure out what option is right for you, but it's like, put it on there because if somebody sees that and it's just like, for whatever reason, way out of their budget, or maybe the next option is right for them, or they, at least we can have a conversation about it. But to me, that feels much different than like, cause I know if I'm interested in somebody working with somebody, or I'm going to their programs pages myself personally, I'll go. And if I cannot for the life of me find even at least like a starting point, or, or, or something where yeah. I understand like what this experience is going to be like, what the price is going to look like. If I can't find that, I yeah. oftentimes check out. Yes. And in my mind, because I think it's my sales background too. I go to the fact where I'm just like, I, okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. No, I was just having a conversation with someone about this this morning. So it's perfect timing where I was kind of saying, I feel like people have grown more skeptical in the past mm-hmm. four or five years in the online space, because it used to be, you could jump on with a dead funnel, a timer or something and create that sense of urgency. And people were like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose out if I don't purchase the next 12 hours. Yeah. But now people understand that if they opt into a freebie, you're going to be pitching them on something. They, yeah. they understand how this, this works. Therefore, I feel like when you're just so transparent and you mm-hmm. lead with openness and abundance. And you just say, this is, this is how it works. Yeah. If this feels aligned to you, let's get to work. If it doesn't, that's okay. You'll find yeah. someone that's a good fit for Absolutely. people respect that. Right. Like- Absolutely. And not everybody. There are some people who would look at the pricing. Like, let's just take my example on the website and be like, uh, no, if, if somebody right away says, then that's just not the right fit. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody's like, okay, that's kind of in range. I'm curious. I want to learn more. Yeah. Then let's talk, but I'm not going to hold back. Like this is the price. This is a, um, a fair competitive price. That's going to, that's for the value that's going to yeah. be delivered. Right. And so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like kind of price volley. I don't do uh, that stuff that just feels not in integrity. That's not, you know, and so that's what I, when I talk about sales, I mean, it's that sort of a thing that I know, like say, having just said that a lot of people probably are like, uh, don't oh, agree with no. that. And that's okay. 
Well, that's the beauty of doing business, right? Absolutely. It's, it's your business. You can do it however you yeah. want. Yeah. But I love, I appreciate when coaches have a take and okay. it comes from experience and um, yeah. I have the same view. Well, I will check out if their prices aren't really listed because then I start asking myself, well, is it worth my time and my energy to explore this further? If yeah. I, I don't want to have to yeah. work for it. Like I, I'm already yeah. busy. <laughs> Cause now then like with that example, now I'm whoever, then I have a conversation with, I know like they've seen what the kind of the fundamentals of what the program is about. They've seen the price. So we're starting at that baseline. They know it's all out there. So now everything is going to be really specific on how can this help you? What questions do you have? Like, what else do you need? Is there something that you don't see that, that you need or, you know, what, whatever the conversation brings, but you start at that baseline of transparency, right, right out of the shoot, in my opinion. Okay. So going back to your process and just that messaging component, do you feel like, where does fear come into play with the messaging? Because I, I see this and I'm wondering how you see this with um, your clients that you work with, that there's sometimes a lack of clarity in the messaging mm-hmm. where people can't sometimes tell what you sell, like, or yeah. how, to, how you could help them. Yeah. So how can someone right now make sure kind of do a self audit and mm-hmm. make sure that their messaging, like all that pre stuff mm-hmm. is in line to set them up for a quality pitch. Yeah. I mean, I think that the fear comes in with, there's a couple of things. People are either afraid to sound like they're talking about themselves mm-hmm. or they're afraid to, to your part about the clarity point. They're afraid to get too specific because they're afraid they're going to, they like can picture people in their mind who either follow them, listen to their podcast, who might want to work with them, but they feel like if they get too specific, they're going to like trim those people off. You know what I mean? And so then they like want to keep it broader. And I think like we've all heard before that if you get more specific and I've done this, I started broader and I've gotten more specific over time and I can see the results where then you really start to resonate with the people who really need you and they can really understand like where your specialty lies. And so I think to your question, when you're thinking about messaging, really backing up and like, what is it that you want to be known for? And then thinking in your industry, like, what is it? Because I think what's important is people need to know why they should care, why they should care about what you do and how, and that's like how you do it differently, right? Like, what is it? Like, how do you do the thing differently? I focus on like, how is your approach? How is your specialty? How is your like, what in your industry do you know is a common theme or a common um, that you go against the grain on, right? Like, what are you trying to redefine in your industry? What are you trying to um, really reinvent or um, have people think of differently and establishing some of your thought leadership around Mm -hmm. that in your messaging and in your pre-launch, it's it's getting known for a certain thing underneath your specialty, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. If I, I think that sometimes we tend to water down our own brand, mm-hmm. our own messaging, or who we are, because like mm-hmm. you said, we don't want to push anyone away, but you kind of do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You kind of do. It's actually a blessing in disguise. And, sometimes. and sometimes it's funny because if you get really niche it's funny because you'll still have the people that don't fit that niche reach out to you and want to work with you. Mm -hmm. They're not. Yeah, yeah. totally. And I think, and who is, I was talking about this or talking about this with somebody recently, but like, 
there's a difference between you can look at it as a niche or a specialty. And I heard this somewhere and it really resonated too, where like you can, I think sometimes you focus on like niche and maybe that's the specific demographic that really like is the right person to work with you. Or in like my case, I focus more on like a specialty underneath the sales umbrella, right? So like, for example, if you play it through, like if you are, there's a lot of people in business who either coach on name the topic, but say in my case, sales and messaging, right? I'm very much around though, if you take that, my specialty in sales and messaging is a lot around that like sales, um, like authenticity, unscripted, Mm. genuine sort of approach versus here's your like, you know, 25 step process for effective sales conversations. That's just not me. Right. And so I focus more on the connection, the sales mindset, the fear, the showing up authentically, um, that sort of a thing. And so I'd challenge, like invite anybody listening to what is that for you? Like, think about there are other people who there's always gonna be other people who talk about what you, you know, similar topics to what you talk about. They're going to have similar containers where they're delivering their programs in a similar container, but like, what is your specialty within those things? And how can you start to let that come through in your messaging? How can you start seeding that so that people can start to identify with that? Um, I think that that's key too, because that's how you stand out and establish your thought leadership too. Like that, I mean, that's part of it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we talked about the process. We talked about confidence and making it about them, taking the pressure off of you and seeing this more as like a, a energetic exchange where they have a problem. They don't want that problem. (laughs) They, Mm -hmm. They want your help so you can help them if you're a good fit. So you also talk a lot about creating like a contagious energy mm-hmm. inside your sales conversations. So what does that look like? How do yeah. we do that? <laughs> I think like what I talk about a lot is, you know, you can feel it. You can feel when somebody is showing up with that, like conviction, like when I was talking to you earlier, my hands are going, I'm like, yeah. I'm so passionate about this. Right. And so, but that you can feel it when you are in conversations with people who like that energy just transfers. Right. And so you can't help, but like it bottom line is if you have to wholeheartedly believe in what you're doing, you have to wholeheartedly believe not only in the product program or service you're delivering, but here's the other piece of that, which is appropriate for this conversation around fear and mindset stuff. You have to believe you're qualified to deliver it. That's Mm -hmm. the other piece. So not only do you have to be wholeheartedly have that belief in what you're selling, because we hear that before, but we're, but the next part is you have to believe you're qualified to deliver it. So there's that. If you have that and you know your values and you're working in alignment with your values and you are by way of, so for example, like if, if um, connection, if, you know, growth, if like transparency, if, you know, whatever your values are, if you're showing up in alignment with that, that transfers through. And the other part is if you are talking to a person who you know is a perfect fit client for you, if you're talking to somebody who you know isn't, your energy is going to show up so much differently. And so that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like those things, if you wholeheartedly believe you're qualified to deliver this, this you're, you believe wholeheartedly in the result Mm-hmm. that this call it program can deliver. You're showing up in alignment with your values. You are who you say you are. You're going to do what you say you're going to do and what you're going to deliver. That's what I mean too, but like showing up in alignment. 
you know that you're showing up in alignment with the messaging you've put out there and that you live it, you believe it, and you can follow through with that. And then again, the person you're talking to, like you believe that they are the right fit. Those things combined is when your energy and your conviction is going to be at a high and that some people can feel that. And it feels easy. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, that's when, when you get to that point, that's when it's like, it doesn't even feel like selling. It feels, I mean, you're genuinely like, this is your enthusiasm shows. It's very real. It's an alignment. Yes. I love, love that. And I hope that like everyone that's listening at least can take away some of the fear from the idea from the word sales. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this icky. It doesn't, it is not an icky thing. It's actually, I like purchasing things. Like mm-hmm. I like buying mm-hmm. things for my business, for myself and people want to exchange money for solving their problems. So it's mm-hmm. actually, you're helping like, this is a good thing. Yeah, I agree. And I think I, to your point, I want to this whole idea of like sales being this word that makes you want to cringe. And maybe we should use other words like offer and invite and this and that. I'm like, you know what, let's call it, this is sales. But instead of changing the word and trying to pretend it doesn't happen, let's change how we do it. Yeah. Like that. And that's what I'm here to do. (laughs) You're leading the charge. (laughs) I'm leading the charge on it. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. All right. Thank you so much for that. Where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at imperfectlyambitious.com and the website's being redone. I'm so excited. So by the That's, time this I didn't know that. Cool. That's exciting. Go check it out. Yes. Um, so imperfectlyambitious.com. I'm on Instagram at imperfectly underscore ambitious. You can listen to the Imperfectly Ambitious podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And I do have like a free offer if you're, if that's okay to talk about it here. Oh yeah. Did you already give me the link? I'll link it below. Yeah. Yep. I did. It's just a, it's a free audio training and workbook that just talks about like that messaging and seeding ideas and really connecting with people before you even have anything to sell. So it's called sell ideas first and it's a free audio training. Perfect. Thank you so much. I will link that below along with everything else. Amanda, you are a gem. Thank you for sharing with us today. Uh, I feel the same about you. Thank you so much for the invitation. If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.